What's good in the hood, boys and girls? Red Dirt Golf Hour live Friday round one. Jared Gallagher, TJ Eckert, and Spencer Drury with you here this evening. Boys, a lot of fun this afternoon on the grounds at Cedar Ridge Country Club. It was what they say it was, golf, but louder. How are we doing tonight? <laughs> it was loud. That's a good it way to say it. loud. <laughs> uh, they, uh, I, I made the joke last night on air on on Channel Eight that it's hard to distinguish whether I'm at a golf tournament or a prom. Sometimes <laughs> it's, uh, it's yeah. house music, it's dancing, uh, and then you know Lainey Wilson performed tonight afterwards. So sure, that was a great time. It was. It's I, we've talked about it all week. It's so much different than any other type of golf event that we've covered ever or been to ever. Well, I'm dialing in tonight from the confines of the 405. Uh, I have a day job that uh, okay. actually requires me to work. And so <laughs> everyone was able to get up there today. But coming tomorrow, I'm really excited. It's, uh, man, It I don't know. I'm just really excited. It's going to be a lot of fun uh, from everything that you guys have been saying in the group text. It, it looks like a blast. The content that uh, both of y'all are putting out, it, it seems just like a very different environment. And as someone who is a new live fan, I'm really excited to get out. It's, it's pretty cool that I'm kind of coming around to the live in the time that I am. And now we have an event in Tulsa. Uh, maybe that played into it. I don't know, but it, I'm really excited about getting out there tomorrow. Jared can chime in as well on, on this too. But I honestly, I think today was just speaking from a, fan perspective was a, a big success for Tulsa. We don't have exact numbers. People are throwing around numbers on social media. We don't know what they are because Liv doesn't release them or they haven't released them. But Liv did tell Jared, Jared asked and told Jared that this is on track to be the most attended domestic event this season, which they're going up against Orlando and Tucson, which aren't two huge, you know, golf meccas, but for fans. But I would say that they they wanted to have about ten thousand every day, and I'm not going to sit here and project project numbers on you, but it felt pretty felt pretty good. Felt like a good amount of people. It was good energy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, looked good. It 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 did look good, and we had a big screen in the media center that we were kind of watching the the live feed, I guess. Um, and it looked good on television, from what I could see as well. It definitely was, especially you know that whole stretch around. Uh, number one, number 18, 10, nine, all right there on around to, to two. And that whole kind of triangle triangular area was very, very busy and bustling. Uh, if you go down number one fairway, there is the, um, the fan village over there and they've got like a chipping contest. That's the fan village, right? TJ? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think that's the fan village, but they have a chipping contest. They have a mechanical bull. They've got all of these different games and stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, up. Over by the practice green, I just saw this after the round when I was over on the watching uh, some of the guys finish the day on the driving range. Uh, but there's like a long putt contest over right next mm. to the the practice screen. So, okay. and they've got a leaderboard there for the fans and everything like that. But uh, yeah, I mean, a, a lot of stuff going on. It was a good day. It was a humid day, um, kind of on and off drizzling throughout the day. I, I, I wouldn't consider the any of the moisture that we got any, any more than just a drizzle. I mean, it kind of came down decent at some points, but I never more that I was like, I've got to get inside 
or else I'm going to no, melt that sort of thing. I would I would say it was spitting for the most part. There was one occasion where it might have sprinkled, but that's about it. And then I will add another point. I was walking with a few buddies at one point, and they were talking about all the stuff that you could do outside of watching golf. Like, man, I, I was doing this or I was doing that. And then one of them said, and then I realized I was at a golf tournament. And I had to go watch golf. So it's like there's so much other stuff to do, and you're like, oh, by the way, I'm here to watch yeah. a golf term. So yeah. I, think that, I think that's good. That's a massive change of pace from the PGA Championship at Southern Hills last year, where one of the biggest draws they had, and I ended up doing this, it was a swing analysis. And you signed up, everything was free, they emailed you a video uh, a few weeks later, you got one swing, which was pretty unique. Uh, but that's a good fan engagement, and it's got to be a lot better than comparing my golf swing to Adam Scott's, which is what they did. And that was a horrible experience. It was not fun at the time. And then two weeks later, I got to be reminded how not fun that experience was. So long putt, fan engagement. I'm all in on that. It is. There's very much a, I don't want to call it a carnival-like atmosphere, but there's just, it, it is a shock to the senses knowing that you're walking onto the grounds of a country club but all you hear is bass bumping and, you know, all of this stuff going on. Um, you know, it looked like, you know, concessions were adequate. The The hospitality areas were packed mm -hmm. today. The birdie shack, the, you know, club 54, whatever, around 18. They were very, very busy. Uh, and I expect that to to grow even more tomorrow. But people are people are saying tomorrow is going to be a, a big, big day um for live in Tulsa but uh do we want to go down the leaderboard a little bit you just, can just highlights? Watch, yeah just give like uh yeah you talk about some of the leaders and then we can go over the team standings a little bit and just maybe what we saw from yeah. the guys out there so individually Brandon Grace tremendous round bogey 361 I don't know I mean yeah soft conditions it rained a lot of the day uh but it felt like once the sun came out at like 3 30 or something like that guys just started throwing darts um Dustin Johnson had five straight birdies to to uh, finish his round, uh, he had a 63 with two bogeys. So, I mean, guys were scoring out there today. Cam Smith uh, is T4. He shot a 64. Uh, Joaquin Neiman is T4 as well. Louis Eustazen is 6. Richard Bland, Bubba Watson, and Matt Wolf are all T7. So that kind of rounds out the top 10. Oh, and Brennan Steele, excuse me, uh, is, is T2 with Dustin Johnson. Um, and, you know, we were at the kind of post-round scrum, if you will, TJ mm -hmm. with Brennan Grace and Brennan Still, they had some very uh, insightful things to say about the golf course, about the fans, um, about how they were able to go out there and perform like they did. I thought they were two very good, um, insightful interviews. Yeah, and, you know, the golf course has gotten a bad rep because of all the winter kill, and people have complained about that, people being like social media and PGA Tour fans who try to bash live, and there's winter kill. I mean, it's it's – May in the Midwest, there's there's sodding everywhere. There's sod at Southern Hills. I mean, that's yeah. just that's just how it is right now. Um, so there, that that was always going to be a problem. But the course looks great. The greens are running at like a twelve, and they're pure. The, everybody that said they love the greens, but I asked, and we posted it on social media. I asked Brendan and Brandon, Brunden. I think I can help with the the Pam Pam dilemma. The Pam <laughs> <laughs> uh, I asked them. Uh, because right now, you know, DJ's up there. You mentioned Cam Smith's up there, and then Brendan Steele, Brandon. I asked because that's a very diverse group of styles, right? Sure. Bombers, ball strikers, good scramblers, good putters. So I asked him, like, is that a good thing? And Brent, 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 Brendan, Brendan Steele said, 
that that's the best compliment you can give to a golf course is when you have a diverse group of people on the leaderboard because it tells you that not one style is the only one that fits right so if you you have to be good on all aspects of the game to be able to play well there and so that was a good answer brandon grace said the greens were tricky and that they were pure and that they really liked the greens i think Steele might have said he really has enjoyed the layout so there was it was really and i mean i guess there's no they both fired the two low rounds of the day so there's probably no reason for him to bash cedar ridge but sure. they both liked it. And so I thought that was that that was good. And everybody that's been out there has said they've liked it. And so I think I think Cedar Ridge is doing well. I, I do think that the rain and conditions didn't help in terms of you know low scoring. You you were afraid of it having to of you having to eat crow, Jared, yeah. <laughs> after bashing the Byron Nelson. There were no sixties. There were no sixties out there. There was a sixty one. But a 61. uh sixty one. So Brandon Grace now holds the low round for live history and major championship history which i wow. think is is pretty unique that's wild and, and he had a great quote uh, i think it was the last quote of the day uh he said i think this is probably the best atmosphere we've had in america to be quite honest so um and then he went on to compare it with australia and singapore uh but it you know that's that's high praise for tulsa and the um patrons that came out today i know it was trying to get on the bus to go back to the uh to the parking lot it was quite vibrant uh i there were party buses in college that weren't quite that lively so <laughs> uh I, I'm, I'm i'm gonna be completely transparent here guys and I'm, I'm a little disappointed um just kind of in i don't know if it's disappointed in cedar ridge or what but the the nine under um man that's just not great i mean it, it i don't know and i don't know cedar well, ridge enough to, right. to have like a strong opinion on here sure. but like we're going against a, a, a notoriously weak PGA event where Scotty Scheffler, 700 today, he's 1,400 total. Um, you know, it, it feels a little bit kind of the same. So so the scoring was hovering, and, and I'll fill you in on this because I know that you had other things going on today, Spencer. <laughs> but the scoring... Oh, like work, got it. Like work, yeah. Oh, yeah, You're talking about taking an afternoon nap. Hey, 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 what if my boss listens to this? Come on, <laughs> dude. Uh, creativity session is what I meant. Um, <laughs> but the the score, you know, the, the, the leading score was hovering right around, what, five or six for like 12, 13, 14 holes. And it felt like once the sun came out, um, guys were just finding pin flags at that point. Uh, so, you know, I, I think it was a little surprising as well. You know, I thought that, there may be a 64 out there, uh, but to see, you know, six guys shoot 64 or better is a little surprising to me, but I don't know that that's necessarily an indictment of the, you know, quality of golf course or the, you know, the defense that it can put up. Uh, we just didn't have a whole lot of wind and it was really soft conditions. So that was exactly right. So there was hardly any wind and the greens were receptive and it doesn't matter where you're playing at this point with these guys, they're going to, they're going to score well. And so I think that's, I think that's the main thing is that there wasn't much wind. And then because of the rain, the greens got a little softer. And so guys were able to, we saw some like late English on a lot of approach shots, like yeah. balls landing on the green, stopping and then did spinning back. Did you see that Brooks Kepka? Yeah. Zip that one back. That I mean, it looked like nine. he turned on the, he, it looked like he turned on turbo. Yes. You know, so get nitrous on that golf ball. Uh, yes. So I think that's, I think that's, <laughs> I think that's what the issue is, is that we, the conditions didn't really play to bad scoring 
38 of the 48 golfers were at even or better. So, I mean, can, that, that tells you. Can you tell me about one of those guys that's over par? DJ? Yeah, try to speak it into existence, but old lefty just does not want to play well in Tulsa. <laughs> I see why he skipped the PGA, and now he's he's just he just struggled. Guys, I was trying to speak the greatest storyline that we could have had into existence, and it's just not happening right now. Phil just is not playing. Big at Phil his tied for 39th out of 48. Not not the low light of the day, however. I, I would give the low light of the day to Ironhead's GC. They are dead last by six strokes. They're, as a team, they are one over par. That's the best three scores as a team. They are one over par, 18 strokes behind Stinger GC. Uh, to be fair, has a seven-stroke lead over everybody else, but rough day for Kevin Na and the old Ironheads. Kevin Na got his Tulsa experience started with a quad, so <laughs> you don't well, he was. That. I mean, for a while, he was four over, but he had parred like 16 holes and had a quad. It was wild. Yeah, not the best scorecard for old Kevin Na. I think, you know, in speaking, kind of going back to the galleries, and it was hard for it's hard for us because we're on the ground, but we were following probably most of the big groups the majority of the day. Gooch, Sergio, and, and DJ had a great following. Uh, the OSU crew with Uline, Charles Howell III, Matt Wolf had a good following. But, you, Jared, you kind of mentioned it. There's a hub right down one right there in that little triangle mm -hmm. and then there's another hub down 10 there's about four or five holes right there bless you right i was pulling my throat sorry okay so there's right there in that in the middle of the golf course there's a bunch of people and you can watch a lot of golf and so it felt like around those areas that there was there was good crowds and yeah so that was good um other highlights of the day yeah I, you know I mean, we talked about Brandon Grace playing well. I, I liked the fact that Taylor Gooch started hot, opening hole, drives, hits a bomb down the middle of the fairway, hits his approach to about six inches, makes birdie. He struggles a little bit. I think he had back-to-back -back bogeys at one point, three bogeys in like four or five holes. He fought back to get to 200. That was good. Abe Answer hold out for Eagle on 18, Yeah, uh, his his first hole of the day. That got a pretty big roar. I was down by like two green or three T, pretty much that area, and I, you could hear the roar from there, so it was... It was pretty good. Um, yeah. What about you? Taylor was three under through eight. There you go. Bogeyed, I believe, nine, and then ended up with back-to-back -back bogeys early on the back nine to get to even, and then he immediately followed that up with two back-to-back -back birdies and nearly made a birdie putt on the par three, what is that, 17th or 15th? I'm sorry. Uh, on the par three fifteenth, and um, just kind of rode out his round there, but it was a, a bit of a roller coaster there for for Taylor and Mal. I, I mean, Dustin Johnson's scorecard is uh, pretty incredible to see two bogeys, uh, both on par threes, and then to play thirteen through one at, or sorry, he had a, a par on eighteen, um, five five birdies in a row, come back on one and, and birdie that one, and just a great round from from Dustin Johnson's. Cool to see him kind of have a resurgence. I feel like there's been a narrative around some of the older players, like Brooks obviously has won pretty recently, and Phil's kind of have that resurgence too. But that's kind of like the best thing about the live is that these guys feel like they got a little bit of a second opportunity. And so uh to see a guy like Dustin Johnson climb the leaderboard, shoot a seven under, um, enjoyed that. 
we need a hole in one so somebody will send the uh, media center some champagne or something. Yeah, I love that. Uh, DJ <laughs> shot twenty nine by the way on the back nine, so pretty decent from him. That I think. Uh, I think someone was close to an ace today. I think someone was close to an ace on uh, eleven. Not I was going to say two. It's yeah. normally two. It's eleven. I think someone was close on eleven. So uh, I, I have one question before we get out of here. Now that you've seen one round of this it may be too small of a sample size but now that you've seen one round of this in tulsa a do you think that 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 this could be a sustainable model in tulsa replicated for years to come and two do you think that if they tried to pull a watering hole uh like they did at adelaide could they do that in tulsa uh and, and do that well at Cedar Ridge. Yeah. So I think going back, is it sustainable here? I think so. I think there's a decent following. There's a great following for golf in our area. And the area is deprived of golf. Arkansas, Missouri, Kansas. We don't get pro golf in that area. So those fans are going to come. And sure. then there was reports of a lot of tickets being bought in Texas. And so I do think it's I think it's sustainable. I think there is certainly a, a path to have consistent golf here. What I hope Liv does is not try to compare themselves to the PGA Tour and simply just be something different from the PGA Tour because that's what they are. Yeah. I mean, you you cannot compare yourself to a PGA Tour event because you're not. It's not. It's not even close. It's nowhere near any type of PGA Tour event you would go to. This is so much different. They it's a new brand, it's a different brand. So be different. Keep yourself different. So I think they can continue doing that. And yeah, really quick on the uh, watering hole. I think you could do that on one, two, three, four. I think four would be mm. the only place you could probably do it because it's right down there at the bottom of the hill. Yeah, you could probably put some grandstands around it. So yes, I think you could not to that extent to what the watering hole was in Adelaide, mm-hmm. but I think you could. Okay, uh, gents, before we do get out of here, I've got two questions for you. Uh, as, as guys that have been out there for Pro-Am, everything like that, uh, first question is, one, if they did a watering hole, which Tulsa brewery would be the sponsor of it? Are you going to go mm. to Marshall? Are you going to American Solera? Where are you going? I mean, American Solera would be my choice because it's my favorite Tulsa brewery right now. Are they large-scale enough to sponsor an entire hole of professional golf i don't know are you, um, say, are you saying you don't think the bud light would be a good sponsor <laughs> keystone light <laughs> keystone light the beer the official beer of tulsa the watering what, hole the official... what, what about uh cabin boys cabin boys would be a good one yeah that would be it, a good one i don't know i don't know, I don't know that any brewery is gonna have enough like a, a good enough like easy drinking oklahoma heat beer like Solera from American Solera is good, but maybe, I don't know. Clubby. Um, second question, uh, as the guys that have been boots on the ground, tell our listeners one thing they can't miss. They've got to go from y'all's experience, the the highlight of it. Obviously, the golf is there. You guys talked about long putt. There's a chip off. There's all sorts of stuff. What is the one thing that our fans, if they're going out tomorrow, what can't they miss? AKA, what can't I miss? Yeah, because – Tomorrow's the only day you're going to be on the ground. Huh. Hey, I'm, we're, we're spending Mother's Day in Stillwater watching <laughs> baseball. Like that, That's yeah. good for you. Um, I would say this is going to be a simple answer, but, you know, right as you're walking in, so they when you walk in the main gates, you're walking right in like you're driving up to, you know, the valet at Cedar Ridge. 
uh, and they push you kind of off to the right. The big stage and the main lawn is right there to your left as you're walking across. The driving range is right there. And then on beyond that is the short game area, the practice green, the merch tent. It's all right there. And it kind of opens up to you as uh, you're coming in. The The music's bumping. Um, you know, it's just like there's a whole lot of energy right there. And so, you know, maybe when you come in, you don't have to do it right away. Like get, get the lay of the land, but come in, take some time. If you're there early enough, take some time and spend it on the range. You're going to get great views of uh, some of the guys that you want to go see. Um, they do shut down the range a little early because they've got to get the guys out on the course. So if you're not there, what, 20 minutes before the shotgun start, you're going to miss the range session altogether. Uh, but, you know, if you're there early, you know, make plans to sh get on the shuttle early, come, and you're going to have some pretty up-close access to the guys on the range and the practice area and stuff. There's a whole lot of space there for you to to kind of see how they warm up and what's going on. Speaking of the shotgun start, I was curious how that was going to look, and it felt very similar to what it's like for a scramble at a charity event. It was all the carts were all lined up, and I was like, all right, if you guys are on holes one through nine, follow Assistant Pro Matt out to your holes. If you're on 10 through 18... It wasn't exactly like that, but it was it was pretty it was pretty similar. Minus uh, the parachutists. <laughs> oh yeah, Frog X, the parachute jumpers came flying out of an airplane and landing it in the was, middle of the fairway. That was intense. It was. That was cool. Like they uh, came down. That was a like serious angle that they were coming yes, down. They I, were I not, was a little they nervous. They were not coasting. They were not no, coasting. No. Uh, I think for me, Jared kind of hit on it, but because there's smaller ish crowds, there's not thirty thousand people. There's ten thousand people you can get pretty up close and personal to these guys in terms of being on the rope line. So you can see a lot of golf, uh, but in terms of something you need to do, uh, head over to the mechanical bull. Where else can you ride a mechanical yeah. bull at a golf tournament? I'm still trying to get TJ to do a live shot on the mechanical bull. For KTUL. Perhaps, perhaps we'll get that done tomorrow at six o'clock. Yes, that's what I'm TJ, talking TJ. about. For the brand. Come on. Do it for the brand. Uh, now, I'm a little concerned because I don't know how my mechanical bull riding skills are right now. You know, just gotta have, you, you got to have strong thighs. Hang on. on. How, how have they ever been? <laughs> Do you have a lot of experience? Can't say I got a lot of experience. I didn't go to, uh, was it Redneck there in Edmond, Oklahoma City that had the, the uh, Something like mechanical that, bull yeah. or was it Cowboys? Well, we Cowboys, down Cowboys, South yeah. Yeah. Cowboys, yeah. Cowboys, yeah. yeah. No, did not ride Oh, boy. Often. Oh boy. Well, guys, let's get out of here. We, we've talked their ear off tonight. So, um, yeah, a lot of fun. Vibes were high today on day one at Live Golf Tulsa. We'll be back tomorrow, bring you a ton of content, a ton of action. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at RDGC underscore OK. Search for us on Instagram, Red Dirt Golf Collective. And we've got a bunch of stories and stuff that are going up right now on reddirtgolf.com. Be sure to check those out as well and get ready. It's going to be a lot of fun at Cedar Ridge this weekend. Until then, happy golfing. <laughs>